It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. Have you ever wondered if someone could just get inside of your head? Well, that's what happened to me this morning when I read a post, and uh, it's from a gentleman named Tom, Tom Whiteley. I hope I pronounced his name right there. It was published on Halloween, and uh, the article that was requested for me to review was Minimizing Whip is the Foundation of Being Agile. Now, this is interesting because I have been preaching this now for quite some time, that if we don't minimize whip, we're not being agile. Well, let's see what he's got to say. Uh, in short, in order to be agile, we need to, we need to adapt quickly. In order to do this smoothly, we need minimal work in progress. Otherwise, changing course will either take a long time or leave much work unfinished. Absolutely true so far. Minimizing WIP automatically decreases lead time. It means we build things quicker. So minimizing WIP allows us to build quickly and adapt quickly, which makes us very agile. 100% on board. Then he goes on to describe agile. He says, in my mind, agile is really quite simple. We start with the mindset that we don't know the perfect way to do everything. This is increasingly sensible because the world we live in and the work we do is incredibly complex. As a result, rather than sticking steadfastly to long-term plans and rigid processes, we iterate and improve. Uh, We build, measure, and learn again and again. Everything else we do to be agile is simply an attempt to do this more quickly and more effectively. So that's it. If you want to be more agile, you need to follow the build, measure, and learn cycle quicker and quicker. There really isn't much more to it than that. So you need to build quicker, which means minimize your lead time, measure better, find ways to gather fast feedback from users, and then learn, uh, integrate, or act on the knowledge that we learn, and uh, change course quickly without causing havoc. Now, when I teach this principle, I often refer back to Little's Law. And little law, Little's Law basically is stop starting new things and start finishing the things or that you started, right? So the way it works out is, if you're familiar with Kanban, you're probably already familiar with this, but it's work in progress equals lead time times throughput. So work in progress is the amount of work that you have in your current system. The lead time is the time it takes for an item to get through your system. And then throughput is the amount of work that the system produces per day, per week, per month, etc., So if you have a system in place that's working at full capacity, adding more work to the system serves as increased lead time. It's like trying to shove more paper into a printer to get it to print faster, loading more cars onto an already crammed highway. It just doesn't work. Um, If your team has any spare capacity, then increasing whip increases throughput, or at least that's the thought process. Once you get close to the team's limit, taking on more work at the same time means that all the work is going to take longer. And the amount of work completed per day or per week, it it just doesn't increase. It it just stretches it out. The other factor is context switching. And this is one that a lot of people don't talk about. When you have people who are divided across multiple initiatives, you'll find that they're constantly bouncing back forth between doing A and B. And this, in turn, causes nightmarish results because there's no way that people can honestly divide their time evenly or appropriately across three or four things and manage all of those the way that they should. So then the question becomes, what do we do in order to get things moving in a good direction without 
upsetting stakeholders by not starting on their projects, right? So this is the connection between build and lead time. So lead time is generally defined as the time it takes for a piece of business value from inception or ideation to realization. So in order to build quicker and become more agile, you need to lower your lead time. Uh, if you're going to learn quicker, that means you actually have to make adaptations on the back of your new knowledge. It isn't enough to just take in the new knowledge and say, that's great, right? You have to make some decisions and change course. The most agile organizations I've ever worked with are the ones that change course really quickly and they're effective at those changes. Changing course also as a warning could be disruptive in some organizations. So in order to minimize disruption and maximize what you're getting from your people, you need to be able to adapt quickly without time being wasted. If you find a lot of wasted time, it's just going to decrease morale. People can get frustrated. We want to be able to finish what we're starting and do something else in that short space of time. So if you have loads of work in progress, that means that you have to do two things to change course. First, you have to first, if you leave a lot of work unfinished, that means that time has been spent without creating any new business or customer value. And it's going to decrease morale and uh, it's going to decrease business outcomes as well. Or we have to spend a long time completing the work that we started, which is a nightmare. Neither of those are very agile, right? So if you're going to do this correctly, right, you need to learn how to adapt quickly. And that means that at any point you can quickly finish the work that's currently in progress and, re and release more value. And uh, you can quickly change course without wasted effort. So the key or the foundation of doing Agile correctly is definitely limiting or minimizing WIP. So if you put it all together, you can, you can tell yourself what we've learned from Little's Law and what we've learned from minimizing WIP is uh, there's three key takeaways. One, minimizing WIP also minimizes lead time. So in order to do that, you can increase your speed to market, get things to market faster, and end up generating increased revenue. Two, in order to build quick, quicker, you need to decrease lead time. So in order to learn quicker, you need to minimize WIP. So both of those go hand in hand, and it's kind of interesting in the way that uh, Tom put those together. And then three, context switching sucks. I threw that one in there. That's not one from Tom. If you're constantly changing context and constantly bouncing back and forth between things, you're going to quickly discover that the team is going to lose focus, that they're going to be moving in multiple different directions, and that you're not going to ever get anything to market in a timely manner. So that's going to do it. Um, for this episode of the Daily Stand-Up Podcast, if you have a topic that you'd like for us to discuss, make sure you reach out to us at learnmoreatagiledad.com. We'd love to hear what you'd love for us to talk about. And as always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care. Yeah.